to this week's episode of Connections with Ezra's Gateway, the only earthbound portal to your spiritual wellness. Uh, we are your hosts. I am Juniper Graves, joined by Jeannie Andros. And today we're going to jump right back into the major arcana cards. We took a bit of a break there for you guys, letting you guys breathe, digest all the information we kind of threw at you. Um, and if there is something that's still not clear about those cards that we talked about, uh, feel free to send us an email at connections to the cosmic gateway at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram uh, at ccgateway.com. We're really bad at updating Instagram, but we are still looking at it. Trust us. <laughs> yes, we do. We do check. And oh, it's been brought to our attention and we fixed the issue. Oh, yes, we did. Hopefully. <laughs> we'll <laughs> if see. we haven't, let us know. Um, For some reason, our sound wasn't coming through on both earphones both both sides of the car wherever you were listening to it (laughs) but we figured it out uh that's what youtube is good for (laughs) how do i use this product that i've never used before so let's get right back into the card so we're going to start off with card number nine the hermit um now i remember when we first started talking about tarot deandra that you were a little unsure about this card it's kind of like ominous looking yeah yeah it's it's uh well okay that's because it came out for me and you were like oh this makes perfect sense i'm like well this card looks scary (laughs) okay this card has like very little information about it it's very clear-cut you can see what it means kind of thing uh the hermit like in and itself is all about like solitude right uh and being by yourself but what does the card look like so in the center of a card is this wise older man standing upon a what we can assume is a snowy mountaintop uh he has a long gray beard Uh, he kind of reminds me of merlin in a way as merlin is usually depicted uh he holds a very large walking stick in one hand and in the other hand a lantern uh he has a stressed gray cloak on uh, and he's kind of hunched over looking down at the world below him uh the sky behind him is gray he's on that snowy peak like we said uh there's no real color in this card it's all kind of grayscale right and all you see really is that lantern in his hand kind of shining the way showing the way uh so let's start with the upright meaning wisdom mentorship knowledge lone traveler so just looking at this man you feel like he's been on a journey far away from where he originally came from he seems like he's seen a few things you know he's been down this path he's been down this road and he's come across a few things and he's wiser and knows all this knowledge and has all the all this wisdom um he didn't get where he's going without you know having some trials and tribulations and that's kind of what has given him that stressed look to him uh he knows what he's doing though he's been down this road before there's nothing really standing in his way when we get this in a reading maybe it's telling us that there's someone or older or wiser in our field who has the knowledge we seek to the questions we're asking Um, This card could also be calling us to turn our attention inward and focus on some solitude and find the answer within. And again, the re how you're going to find 
which one it is in a reading is looking at the cards around that card and it will give you the answer of what the answer is if you need to seek guidance from someone else or if you need to seek guidance from within um yeah but a whole lot of solitude a whole lot of going down that path and you know it pretty well um so even you could give guidance to someone else reverse meaning ignorance immaturity um in a reading you could have been given all this wise knowledge but you're choosing to ignore it all you know I use the uh, millennium card, uh, millennium, millennium, millennial card here because I myself am a millennial, and I know I have been in these situations before where my parents, you know, they're older, they're wiser than I am, or my grandparents, whoever it is, whoever's older and wiser, I know it all. I, who have not been on this planet as long, have not been through so many experiences, I know it all, and that's kind of the energy of a reversed, um hermit card is you are a know-it-all you think you have all the answers and you don't need to listen to anyone else's guidance you know people have done this before but you can do it better and you know the answers um that's not the case though we do need help from our elders we do need to seek um wisdom from those who came before us otherwise we're not going to uh grow into the person we need to grow into uh, and that's it for the hermit for me. So <clears throat> it's funny you talk about this um, martyrdom on one side and then this need for solitude because the card that it's associated with, I don't even think I was, uh, sorry, the sign it was associated <laughs> with, this card. I wasn't expecting this. Um, and I think it's, uh, fair to say that and you can tell me this the hermit is kind of that wiser version of the magician for sure i don't necessarily know that he well there's no real thing saying that he knows magic or anything like that uh but yeah he's definitely done some fame he's been through he's, he's yeah he's he's and so that's why it, it fits with virgo because yeah. virgo is uh they're very thorough people yeah um, uh, they delve into the details. They can be a bit OCD, not pointing fingers, Virgos, but, um, and so the Vir Virgo is represented by the Virgin in astrology and, um, you know, so it's kind of like when you talked about this need for being alone and taking that moment to be alone. And I'm not talking about being virginal in the sexual sense. Let's yeah. just step outside of that for a second and look at the fact that, you know, when you stay true and you stay pure to your intentions and spend that time going inward, yeah. um, that's what we're really talking about when we're looking at the relationship between the hermit and Virgo. So, um, again, talking about that, that those basic traits. So in Vedic astrology, um, Virgo is known as what we call Kanya. And that is like basically translates to kind of like the maiden. Um, and each sign is kind of ruled again, you know, by the different elements. Uh, Virgo is ruled is an earth sign. Yeah. It's another one of those earthier ones, but a different type of earthy sign than 
let's say a Taurus that is very Venetian, very pleasure based or a Capricorn there that is very um, diligent and Saturn, hardworking, yeah. rule based. Right. Um, they're very intelligent and very um, resourceful. And they kind of there's at times in life with Virgos, they have this uh, this thing where they struggle between thoughts and feelings a lot because they have that that mercury influence okay which makes them like a gemini very much in their mind even though they're grounded about it right which is very hermity right <laughs> very hermity because and i'll tell you the difference and this is why some people are like well, what are you talking about so if you think about a gemini uh which we've talked about yeah. in our la- past episodes they're up in the air with their quadrillion thoughts yeah. and then there's two sides to that but you have here somebody who's more practical and more resourceful because of that stability that the earth brings right but then they're still in their head about it <laughs> so then you have to think how does that earth element translate into practicality well i mean i'm not gonna say that virgos will organize and reorganize something <laughs> in their rooms over and over again and clean things um not pointing fingers so, but the thing is with them is they're very adaptable. They're very multi-talented. Um, they're very receptive. There's one thing that I'll say as well. Um, problem solving. You give them something to solve, they'll be able to do it. They're pretty dutiful. They keep their word. Um, and I always find like, here's the thing. There's not a lot of Virgos around. But the ones that I've come across, um, very attractive and very practical. Um, they're very easy to get along with. Um, and they understand that they need their time alone and they're good at being straightforward okay that's one of the nice things about earthy signs is they're very good at being straightforward yeah um they like you know the but the only thing is about with that straightforwardness with the overthinking and then the earth practicality yeah tell me something what in that is missing there's there's a lack of being emo guys See, that emotional, empathetic side is something that Virgos need to cultivate. Okay, so like if somebody or if they were like, I don't know, how, give me an example. I've never met a Virgo, well, I've never knowingly met a Virgo, so I couldn't like bring to mind someone in my life who I'm like, Virgo, okay. I get this. So they're so. very easy to get along, very practical, so you can relate to them. They're hardworking, they problem solve, they, they are not very show-offy kind of people. They okay. kind of just let things speak for themselves. But where you may have, um, and this is why even though they go well with other earth signs, another one that's highly compatible for, for a Virgo is Pisces. Okay. Because Pisces is a water sign and they're very emotional people. Because that brings out, a lot of the times with earth signs, water signs are very compatible because it brings out the emotional side they have a hard time connecting to and also expressing. Okay. So one of the things that um, they'd be really good at, let's just look at, at like career for a second. Anything that requires physical evidence, anything okay. that, you know, they're good researchers, they're good writers, they're good journalists. Like they, they like to work with a lot of data and hard facts. But then on the other hand, if you're always dealing with something so concrete, you miss what's in the air. Yeah. You miss what's in underlying. Okay. You miss the undercurrent of emotion. You right. miss that little bit that sits behind something. Right. And so while great on face value and has so many benefits because what you see is what you get. Yeah. Um, wonderful. But then when there's a nuance. Yeah. So that's something that you want to look at um, 
and developing and, and kind of like when you're talking about, you know, being upright and having that time for themselves, that solitude so they can look inwards, there's also the reverse side of it, right? So you can take that detail-oriented fanaticism to another level. Yeah. And that's where you're spending too much time alone. You're not connecting enough. Um, you know, sometimes it's very – there's that there's that emotionally conflicted side that comes out because they are thought-provoked by Mercury and then they're also an Earth sign. Okay. So it can make them really frustrated when something doesn't go their way. So one thing that ha- they have to really take some time with is – getting to know and tap into that emotional side surround yourself with some water people <laughs> spend no, your thanks. spend your time spend your time okay. with she's dating one that's why she's saying that um she lives with one uh, so <laughs> have children spend your time around children because then you know with kids there's that innocence which yeah. You know, it's very relatable. And but then they learn this different sense of like, okay, I can see where someone can be emotionally coming from. And then that reflection gives them that opportunity uh, to see, okay, maybe I don't need to be so conflicted between what here. This is how I'm going to position what I think I feel and what I actually feel, because I think that's one of the greatest struggles with it. Like, I think I feel like this. If you think that that's the problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, and I mean, but I mean, generally speaking, they're very sincere, very helpful. They have good friends. There's periods of time in their lives where they'll go through that transformational moment with friends because, uh, you know, you may stay a little bit more in your ways. You're not like a Scorpio like myself who's, you know, dear God, we always want to transform. So we have to, you know, make everything a freaking like catastrophe so we can rise from the ashes shit like you're not doing that you're probably standing there looking at me like yeah i told you not to do that because this is gonna be the outcome and i'm like yeah well i wanted to do it so i could die and be reborn virgo relax again again (laughs) okay but i mean that i'm trying to give you like kind of a, a dichotomy between what the differences are so you can compare um and they're very committed uh people so very studious again very good at school very good data um so that's what it what virgo really is and you know again we want to refer to that solitude that you need i'm not saying you know don't take that time for yourself to look inward of course we all need to do that but then don't forget that there's another world out there yeah which is very what the hermit's kind of made people want to see right right like as much as they have all this wisdom it's like yeah but you also need to like connect with other people you can't just stand on the snowy peak forever like right or <laughs> and, and not be in your head about it yeah so that's um kind of the traits of virgo and how that connects to the hermit great so let's move on to t- card 10 uh the wheel of fortune um now this is a super interesting card to follow the hermit because oh i love is, this card uh, there's a lot of detail in the oh, card itself. Such interesting like, card, guys. Coming from no detail, you know, that grayscale only having yeah. the lantern, to this abundance, abundance of little details. Uh, so what does the card look like? In the middle of a card, there is a wheel that appears like it's literally floating in heaven. There are two layers to this wheel. Uh, the outer circle displays the letters in Hebrew, Y-H-W-H, for uh, which means God. Uh, the letters clockwise read R-O-T-A, and in Latin, that means wheel. 
so we can assume wheel of god um but also the letters counterclockwise reads t a r o which oddly fitting means tarot um tarot is another word that people have called tarot the center wheel is split up into four quadrants uh which is the four alchemy symbols of earth water and uh earth water air and fire so it is shown as the top being mercury the right being sulfur the bottom being water and the left being salt can i interrupt for a second yeah with a fun fact with a fun fact because you're talking about the elements did you know that those four corners and the evangelist in the four corners actually represent the four fixed astrological signs? I'm glad you say that because at the very end of this, it says that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius, yeah. which are the four ele- belong to the four elementals, respectively, that Juniper just yeah. says. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also the four fixed uh, astrology signs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so the evangelist in the corner is an eagle, uh, sorry, one second. Yeah, an eagle, a lion, uh, an ox, and a human, a man, they say, in the top corner, because, you know, elephants are known as a man. Anyways, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, there's this humanoid being with a jackal head that is actually holding up the wheel in the air. Uh, he's right in the bottom right. Or is that the bottom left? Bottom right. Um, he's like holding up the wheel. Uh, and that's said to be a depiction of Anubis. So the Egyptian god of the afterlife. Uh, and to the right side, sorry, to the left side, a snake slithers downwards uh, to the left of the wheel. Um, and at the crown of the wheel is a sphinx holding a sword. So a lot of Egyptian symbolism up in here mixed with that Hebrew wording. Um, is that a snake? The, yeah, that's a snake that like goes down. Um, this card is so like so many, so many things to this card. This card has a lot. So what does that all mean? Ah, uh, destiny, uh, sincerity, uh, a turning point. Get it? Because the wheel turns. Got it. Got and it. It has to keep point for the wheel to turn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in essence, this card is the karma card of the Major Arcana. Uh, it could mean a great movement is coming. Uh, what goes up must come down. Uh, there may be a turn of luck. <laughs> uh, there may be something coming that is out of your control, an act of God, if you will. Uh, you are going. You're going to have to go with the flow of the wheel and just. Keep riding that open road, um, be open to anything that's coming your way. Like, you're just going with the turn of the wheel, the turn of time. Like, you're just, just go with it. Uh, it can also suggest that history is going to repeat itself, uh, if you're not careful. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about that this morning. (laughs) This is so fitting. (laughs) So, reversed, it means unrest, a flux. Um, and misfortune. Reverse this card shows that you're not living your life in a way to heal your karma. You keep fighting against it. Uh, History keeps repeating itself and you're like, why is this always happening to me? 
is um, why do I keep repeating the same cycle over and over and over again? There's probably something you need to listen to in that moment that you keep repeating over and over and over again in order to move forward. Um, this card does not mean you're a failure, so let that be clear. It doesn't mean you're failing at anything. It just means it's just asking you to look at it in a different point of view. Be like, how am I going to not repeat this again and again and again and again when it comes up again and again and again and again? Trust me. Been there. Done that. Got the t-shirt. Many bags. I keep meeting the same people that I thought I healed from already. And it's just like, here's another photocopy of them. You sure you healed? You sure you healed? Um, so just pushing through that. Um, you, this card is really reversed, really saying is like, you could be better. So find a way to be better. Find your inner willpower to push through, reflect like the hermit before, um, inner reflection, reflect on what is happening. Uh, you can very well overcome any issues you face. Uh, if you pay more a bit attention and a bit more focus to what is happening. So yeah, that is it. Update on the world. And this fits perfectly <laughs> in with the fact that this card is actually related to the planet Jupiter. Ooh. Let me tell you about Jupiter, guys. That's the fun planet. That is one in Vedic astrology and in tropical astrology that has such great significance. It's like the auspicious planet. Like, I don't want to say this, but if you if you have like something an issue with one of these planets and not so great placement like i my heart goes out to you because this is that that planet that really talks to people that like you know like when you want to make money or you want to um look at your spiritual aspect of life your generosity um devotion worship it's it is that planet of luck okay like whenever you want to see okay all these other things are having problems. Can I please look at my Jupiter? Because this is the one that's going to give me luck and fortune. Okay. Okay. okay like yeah. the wheel, wheel of fortune. fortune. It's going to give me fortune and fortune in a variety of ways. Okay. So like I said, wealth, it could be family, it could be kids. Um, and so when we talk about Jupiter, it's a massive planet. Um, so it does have a lot of pull. It's very fiery. Um, it's positive. It's liberal. It's cheerful. Um, it's the complete opposite of, of Saturn. Uh, it rules over Sagittarius and Pisces as well. Welcome. Um, so anytime you have a placement uh, in this house, like sorry in this planet you have to look at where it's sitting so in what house is it sitting okay. because that'll tell you where it's going to be impacted and how it's going to be impacted is the sign that it sits in okay um so for example i'll use myself because it's easy to explain i have a lovely jupiter thank the lord um sitting in aquarius in the 11th house okay so aquarius is pretty neutral but what that does is it makes me a, a, like a bit of a freedom fighter and i like to help society and okay. very um because Aquarians are, are very humanitarian. Yeah. And it sits in the house of 11. And 11 is related to social circles and related to friends and related to, you know, um, sudden games, things like that. And so I have been very lucky with my social circles and yeah. my network. So, yeah. you know, um, I'm very grateful for that because my, Ju my Jupiter is sitting in a really pretty house. I think the only person 
you know, somebody who has a really nice one. I think it's Sagittarius in the 11th house, which means the Jupiter sitting in its own sign in such a, like, it's just such a good placement. I looked at yeah. it and I'm like, wow. Um, so this one, uh, it's said to dispel darkness. Okay. And there's a lot of wisdom in this. So, for example, being that it's an auspicious planet and it is exalted in the cancer sign so there's certain planets that become exalted meaning super beneficial when they sit in certain signs so anybody you're looking at your chart you have a jupiter sitting in your cancer um it's just it's gonna help you skyrocket in whatever house it's sitting in right um so let's say you have a second house in jupiter that means you can get a lot of money (laughs) just saying um where you don't want to see that jupiter sitting so much is in capricorn so that is where it kind of has a bit of a stiffness because capricorn is kind of sitting uh in a planet that's ruled by saturn ah right right so that's where you kind of have something coming up against you we talked a lot about karma and we talked a lot about um you know the wheel and it's it turning and i really enjoyed that um description for a few reasons because a lot of people think oh my god karma has been a word that's just been so destroyed by western society and misused that i can't begin to try to untie that knot but let me just say this karma has more to do with cycles and choices and actions yes than it does to some people like oh they're gonna get their karma no no that's not how it works it, it doesn't it doesn't it but that's a very simplistic way of looking at uh, yeah. at something when you want the wheel of your life to turn in your direction you have to therefore take it upon yourself to recognize your tendencies by spending some time in hermit mode yeah because let's be real you need to hermit a bit yeah before you, you you decide to recognize what's going on yeah. and then you're able to say well like you said here are these patterns that have been happening how do i change my luck yes that jupiter how do yeah. i change that fortune what can i do from a free will perspective that says i've always picked the same type of guys with a different kind of face but the same relationships, for example, over and over again, or I find myself in the same jobs over and over again, why can't I get ahead? Take a look at your take a look at your Jupiter. See where it's sitting. See where some other planets are sitting. But then find out what is it that you can do yes. to make that wheel turn, turn in your favor, favor. Yeah. right? Yeah. Um, because you can have a really – I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something about charts. You can have a beautiful chart, but it's too easy. Mm. There have been circumstances where I've looked at someone's chart and been like, this is so gorgeous. I don't I don't even know what to tell you. And they're having like the most miserable time or they're lazy or they didn't activate anything. Because even though I say something about quote unquote malefic or negative um, placements, these placements can only become what you want them to become based on your free will. Yeah. Otherwise, the wheel of life. Yeah will continue turning the same cycle over and over again exactly. yeah. until you make a different choice. Yeah. And very fitting to the wheel. Right. The description of it anyway. Exactly. So again, referring to Jupiter, you have a beautiful Jupiter placement. Yeah. But let's say you have an opportunity to have a lot of friends, but you have a personality thing that makes you a total jerk. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen to all of your friendships? You can, I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. You can have a great placement in friendships all you want, but if you have not cultivated that inner work to be a good person and recognize your tendencies, all of your friendships might explode. Yeah. So exactly. you know you have to you have to look at you have to look at that aspect. Um, again, 
it can bring really phenomenal achievements in business, career, profession, matrimonial life. Um, and there is, I want to say this as well. So there's a certain time period where every planet rules and Jupiter rules in for 16 years of your life. I'm in my Jupiter right now, folks. <laughs> but then I have to tell you something funny about that. So I'm in my Jupiter time and some wonderful things have happened yeah. during that time. And some horrible things have happened during that time. But there's something that is to be learned yeah. from this. Yeah. Sometimes, so there's a certain, uh, what we call yoga in my chart, for example, that I can have horrible experiences that will ultimately propel me to the right place. So I just want people to know that the wheel of fortune, the wheel of life can sometimes give you a situation that had you not otherwise had, you would not have broken out of your tendency. Yeah. It's giving you the opportunity to break free and to enjoy the fruits of what life can hand you. But if you still want to keep eating the same fruit, well, and it gives you indigestion, Stop eating that. Stuff. You're gonna keep ending up in the bathroom. Yeah. Right. So, um, so yes, that is my overall uh, connection of Jupiter, that benefic force to the wheel of life. But it will only um, manifest if you choose to break free from your karmic tendencies. That are usually shown by a lot of other sinistries in the other planets, but that's for another one. <laughs> well, I think that's it for me. Yeah. Uh, I hope, we hope you have enjoyed uh, your travels with us today. Uh, remember to hit that subscribe button uh, wherever you listen to your podcast. And remember, uh, don't leave home without us. Or Earth without us. Home, Earth, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye.